Tavern this lovely Thursday afternoon. Keep it down, everybody. <laughs> um, firstly, I would like to acknowledge the true owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people, who we pay our respects to their elders past and present and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. Today, we have Pete and Georgia. Hello. Hello. And special guest, Anthony Bianca Fiore. You nailed it. How are you oh. doing? Thanks for having me. I was going to check before, but I just thought I'd give it a red hot go. We, we were a bit nervous about that it's part. Fine. I'm not walking off just yet. My last name's Taylor. So yours is much, <laughs> much more exotic. Um, a man of many wonders, many bands, many amazing Melbourne bands, the Tarantinos, who we're obsessed with, El Colosso. Um, the Coffin Spinners, who look really interesting. Oh, that's my Halloween band. <laughs> we only play on Halloween. That's brilliant. <laughs> you look terrifying in the get-up. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, we do something different every year. It's brilliant. Um, private Function? Mm-hmm. Like, semi-new to Private Function? Uh, yeah, I joined in December 2021. Oh, that's not that new anymore. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and the brilliant Fandango, hey. who are playing here tonight. Woo! Um, did I miss any? Um, I play in the Elvis Big Band. Oh, the Elvis Big Band. I play in the Blues Brothers Tribute Band. Oh, man. All the good stuff. You're Billy Gibbons, you're, I you're Scotty Moore, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're everyone. You're the master impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have you been up to? What's going on? Jesus. Uh, Sorry, it's a loaded much. question. No, no, I, it's <laughs> been good. It's, you know, we had a, we, a prime function or a... Uh, about to put our album out, March 25th, so we're gearing up for that and playing a bunch of gigs for that. And Tarantino's have got our 10th anniversary gig coming up. Woo. Brunswick Ballroom, March 25th, so we're preparing for that. And uh, it's just a, a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of stuff. Those. Yeah, yeah. But oh. then also Fandango stuff happening too. Very Fandango exciting. is brilliant. Playing at Louis again. We had a ball last time we played here. Well, we're pretty excited oh, to have you back here. <laughs> Yes, we've got some big fans. Big fan, man. big yeah. fan. Oh, thank you. Stop it now. Or excuse oh. the loud sirens that you may or may not be able to hear. Firehouse. Yeah, that's what's going on. Um, I'm going to probably just start with playing a song. Okay. You may or may not love this song. It's a ZZ Top song mm. called Reverberation. Pete, is this one of your songs? Well, yeah, so... ZZ Top, as many people don't know, started out as a little psychedelic band called The Moving Sidewalks. Um, and they were obsessed with Rocky Erickson and the 13th Floor Elevators. Mm-hmm. So I think it was in the 90s, they brought out this great um, tribute album to the elevators called Where the Pyramid Meets the Eye. And ZZ Top had a track on it, which I thought it was a really nice little like nod to their origins. Um, it's called Reverberation Doubt. Let's check it out. Hell Let's yeah. check it out. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> oh, no, you tell us about that. Reverberation, um, the moving sidewalks. So Anthony, in his role as the, the leader of Fandango, is <laughs> kind of, as a ZZ Top cover band, some say the ZZ Top cover band. <laughs> I've been telling people that you guys are better than ZZ Top. Uh, come on. But, um, <laughs> hey, you know what? My parents watched the videos mm. and they thought it was ZZ Top. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> that's how... Man, these guys For everyone great. listening, yeah. that's how good they are. Wow, yeah. that's going to go to the next They won up. over people who really lived through the 80s. So <laughs> yeah. Well, how'd you get those guys at Lully Tavern? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I love it. I love that. Are they coming tonight? Oh, I reckon they would have been. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so, because yeah. Billy Gibbons wouldn't take our calls, you are now in charge of fielding every single question. I'm I, have yeah. I mean, you have to inhabit these guys, right? You know, yeah, you've got to be... The spirit of Billy. Yeah, you've got to really feel it out. You're like a, a method actor. Yeah, you know in what a I way. Mean? Sure. I mean, you know, I think... He got a, he's got a beard, I mean, for the people just listening to oh, this. Yeah. He has a beard that would rival Billy Gibbons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing against the microphone. Yeah, yeah. It's the most beautiful sound I've ever heard. I mean, it, it's a, it's, it's a thing of just like I, I have that, that. I don't know. I have a weird thing with true fans where people just like I am, you know, who I'm like. All right, calm down. You're not. <laughs> so I like to go. I, I think I've, I'm still such a fan that when I'm playing it, I'm just like I don't think I am Billy Gibbons. I just love Billy Gibbons. You love Billy Gibbons. Isn't this awesome? We're hearing these songs and playing these songs. For sure, it's kind of outside it, but you do know every single goddamn lick inside <laughs> and out. I can say that. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> it's been ingrained in my, you know, body since I was a kid listening to ZZ Top. You know, a hundred percent. Yeah. Do you have any insight on the psychedelic origins of ZZ Top? Um, I mean, not a lot. I mean, I just you know, Billy started playing psychedelic sidewalks and they played with um, Hendrix, like, not with Hendrix, but they were open for Hendrix. Yeah, I think they had, like, a friendship, him, yeah. and, him and Jimmy. Jimmy gave him a, a pink strat that he still has. Cool. Which is wild. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I've got it. You can't say it, but I have it. Because he won't <laughs> let anyone near it, you know? It's in my safe. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but then they were also, they were sort of around that period where they're like, we love doing this psychedelic stuff, but they also were, like, big... Um, Bo Diddley fans. Oh, yeah, Bo Diddley, but also like Muddy Waters fans, and they played with Muddy Waters in the early days. Yeah, there's that story where they get invited to that blues festival, yeah. and they were booked because... Oh, do you want to tell us? No, no, go for it, go for it. They get booked because, like, the organisers have only ever heard their music, and then they get to this festival, and, and three they're boys. the only white band <laughs> on the lineup. And the organisers are basically like, whoa, these guys are white. This yeah. is, is kind of weird. But they play anyway, and yeah. they win everyone over, and mm -hmm. they end up making all of these great connections with yep. these like, great blues artists that they idolise. Yeah, well, they were, they were like the house band for Muddy Waters for a while, oh, which is pretty cool incredible. Group. And yeah. they were just like, they're young too. They're like 20, yeah. 21 maybe. No beards at this point. No either. beards. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just young, fresh-faced young I actually have no Thanks. idea what is underneath those beards. Like, oh, really? what they would look like under there. Yeah, I don't think they do <laughs> they anymore They still look either. 16 underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been since, you know, what, 78, 79, they grew the beards. It's been since then. Yeah. Do you think it was a pact? They were like, hey, guys. Well, they took a bit of time off because, you know, sorry, right? Because Frank Beard, the drummer, who doesn't have a beard. <laughs> the beard, um, I remember. He went to rehab in the mid-70s. Yeah. And then they were just off for like three years and in that time they just didn't shave and then they went, got back together and were like, hey, we got beards. And we're then the it just guys. became a thing. Yeah. Cool. It's, and uh, it's it became like a grief, isn't it? You know, yeah. like people stop shaving when they're like, I mean, people like grow things and start yeah. dressing differently as a kind yeah. of way of showing grief. Maybe the beards are that, like it's yeah. their love for Frank. Or just a true holiday. Like whenever my dad's yeah. not doing his job, he... Like, if he has two weeks holiday, uh -huh. he has... It's not a beard, but he has stubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, grew, I, mean, I, I grew my beard because I was just like, I hate shaving. Yeah. And then... Oh, it's not ZZ Top related. Not initially. I, I just happened. hate shaving. <laughs> I used to shave... I would grow a beard every single year and shave it off for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so I could do a costume for Halloween. Oh, dude, I have to shave my moustache every year so I can be Paul Stanley. That's Fantastic. what I do over and over again. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. But then... So, okay. Can I tell you the origin of Fandango? Please. Yeah, right. please. We're obviously going to get to that. It's 2015, <laughs> right? It's so okay. So ZZ Top and Back to the Future have a massive connection with me because that's where it started. When I was ten years old, when I saw Back to the Future three and ZZ Top mm-hmm. were in it, and I'm like, ah, oh, these guys are funny. They spin their instruments, and then the song in it, Double Back, is like, mm-hmm. oh, this song is cool. And my dad's like, that's great. Listen to Trey on Bros. And then <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was like, oh, these are great. So in 2015, it was uh, I put together a night that was like a shave for a cure because it was the night before Halloween. Well, you know, leading up to Halloween. So I'm like, I gotta shave my beard for. A, a, I was dressing up as Beetlejuice, so I'm like, I gotta shave the beard off. So I'm like, why don't we do a, a gig? I'll do a ZZ Top gig. We'll play a bunch of sh- songs, and then like, I'll shave my beard at the end of the night and raise some money. That was cool. And it was on October. What was it? October 25th, 2015, which is like the night Marty goes back in time. Oh, that's right. So that was the Back to the Future connection. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> really cool. So we did it, and we did it at Yaya's, and then we played the gig, and at the end of the night, the bar staff, all, I gave them all season, they all cut my beard wow. off. We raised a bit of money, I donated it. The next day, I got a call um, from James, and he's like, that was so much fun, I loved it, you guys sounded sensational, blah, blah, blah. I want to book you again, and let's, let's get you to play Cherry. I'm like, um, do you remember they all cut my beard off at the end of the night? <laughs> <laughs> I can't be Billy anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah do it in like eight months, you know. Well, I, okay. I said to him, give me six months, and, and let's go for it. And we did, in six months, I grew another beard, played it again. That's amazing. <laughs> and then because of that, it just sort of became a thing. We played that gig and someone else was like, can you play here? Can you play? We did. We booked a bunch of gigs. I'm like, I guess I have to keep the beard. It was an accident. For tax purposes now. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> but then it just meant I have to find Beardo costumes for Halloween every year. <laughs> Nick Kelly. Well, <laughs> it's hard to play in a yeah, true. metal bucket on your head. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> Although when we were in Glen Rowan with Pro Function, we went to like one of those old-timey Photoshop things. You know where they do the yeah. film? And the guy was like, well, you're Ned Kelly, so you get the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. That's amazing. Um, um, I actually just think quickly to, to totally divert, we need to talk about what we were talking about when the song was playing, which is Anthony's in Private Function, and they're releasing a new album, which I'm really excited about. I know this is a ZZ Top episode, <laughs> but... Can you tell us the story about the Scratchy, oh, yeah? the okay. album? Get, tell us about it. Well, um, so the guys had an idea to put, a, the idea of putting a Scratchy ticket on the cover of the record. And, you know, you'd, you'd scratch it off and you can win a prize. And we thought that'd be really funny. You know, what, what could be the harm in that? And then we found out nobody's ever done it before. So we were like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's a fun little thing that we, we've started. And then we're like, great. So we worked it out. We took the photos and we got the thing all made up. And then we found out that we weren't allowed to um, run the competition in South Australia because they have really strict gambling and liquor, you know, restrictions. So we thought, well, that's a bummer. We put the word out and said, hey, everybody, sorry, but you can't participate in the competition because, you know, South Australia, uh, you know, Sucks. a bunch of yeah, conservative lamos. And then, um, you know, we put all that on social media and people were laughing about it and going, ah, this is all a marketing ploy. I'm like, it really isn't. We don't know what we're doing. We're just... <laughs> and then, um, so we put it out there and the word got out. It got in the media, which is hilarious because we were like, can you believe this shit? Look at this. And then uh, we got a call from the the Minister of uh, Gambling and Liquor from South Australia. And he said, called you. Yeah, yeah. He called, wow. contacted us and said, hey, like... We really like this idea and we think it's a pretty funny thing that you're doing. So we're going to give you a full exemption um, and uh, for free, which is awesome, to let you run the competition in South Australia. And we're like, that's, that's sensational. So we had to put another post out saying, hey, guess what? You can enter the competition if you're in South Australia. You know, I'm sure people still go, it was all bullshit. I mean, even <laughs> but if it's it true. is marketing, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And we didn't have anything way. to do with it. It just happened. Amazing. And it worked out in our favour. So it's pretty great. So if you're in South Australia, pre-order the album, Private Function, 
pre-order uh, it. Pre-order it. And, and if you, you win the scratchy competition, mm-hmm. your face will be on the album, the for future, future pressings. That's pressings. right. Sorry, prints. Yep. But you have to scratch the cover and um, reveal three big bananas. <laughs> if, you, if you scratch <laughs> two big bananas and one big koala, you no, no dice. I'm feeling lucky. Yeah. 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 Do it. I can feel it in Do your it. waters. Do it. Scratch me happy. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, sorry. Back to ZZ Top now. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So I pulled up a good um, uh, quote from Dusty about having a beard. Um, this is from a Washington Post article. It says, Mr. Hill said there was no question of ever shaving, even if you were even if you were to retire. I'm a sex symbol, he said. <laughs> is that wild? It blows me away. I mean, I've always known it. I just figured nobody else did. <laughs> Classic Dusty. Dusty, (laughs) R.I.P. Oh, man. Dusty's so funny. Yeah, in that documentary, (laughs) that little old man from Texas, where they're talking about Frank's, like, rehab years, like, Dusty gets so emotional, man. He does. He's a sweetheart. They get him out in the paddock, and he's watching, like, a horse run around, and he's, like, openly weeping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're brothers. They were together, played together for 50 years. Yeah. That's... That's wild. It's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Half a century. Longest running band with the original lineup, I believe. I think so, yeah. Pretty That's cool. Insatiable. They must have been babies when they started. Yeah. So young, like 19 or something. Cool. And you listen to their first album, Billy sounds like a grizzled old man yeah. singing. And Did he's he like, smoke ciggies? I mean, probably. Yeah. Sure. Say so. Cigars <laughs> probably inhaled. Cigars, inhaled. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah. Apparently, in um, 1984, they were actually offered a million dollars by Gillette to shave off True. their beards. Yeah, and they refused. What? Denied. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Whoa. The other thing I love about Dusty in that documentary is yeah. he's being interviewed in his, like, um, I don't know what you call it, shed or whatever, and it's just completely lined with Elvis memorabilia. Yeah. Oh. So he spent his ZZ Top millions on, like, Elvis stuff. Wow. <laughs> he just has it on display in his house. <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about his movie outside, the latest Elvis movie. It's very controversial, actually. There was some people love it, some people hate it, some yeah. people now hate Baz Luhrmann, some people <gasps> oh, no. think that... Baz. <laughs> there was a lot of feelings and emotions happening, sure. actually, in the courtyard. There's a few Elvis bits and pieces around, but... Yeah. Um, no, I get it. You get it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I played in an Elvis band. I mean, he's a controversial guy. Do you know so who... Can I... Okay, here's yeah, another sidestep. Do you know who's a massive Elvis aficionado and collector of Elvis memorabilia? Who spent literally millions on tell Elvis us. stuff. Yes. I, I want to say James Young. No. I just thought we were going there oh, for some geez. reason. Oh, I don't know. Local or a it's, it's a famous person. Australian. Keith Urban. <laughs> no. <laughs> Any I, got, I got no idea. You're never going to guess. Oh, can well, I tell you? How yes. famous are we talking? The Yellow Wiggle. What? <laughs> really? I'm not kidding. What yeah, not hell? who I was going to go for. They're, okay, the original Yellow Wiggle? Yeah, I used to work at RMIT, right? And they've got the art gallery. And I went in there one day. They had this massive Elvis exhibition, and there was like an Elvis like karate gi and like paintings and shoes and clothes, oh my gosh. like just a bible, all this amazing stuff. And every single thing had this name. I'm like, who is that? And I asked the the, the woman who was curating. She goes, um, that's the Yellow Wiggle. He spent all these. Wiggles money on Elvis. <laughs> what? Bonkers. Have you what? seen those videos of Elvis doing karate on YouTube? He's just yes. like amphetamine sweating, yeah. like wearing sunglasses, and this guy's just letting him like beat the yeah. shit out of him because he's Elvis. Because he's Elvis. And Elvis is really committed. He's, he's oh, yeah. like loves it. It's pretty great. It's like uh. the Steven Seagal one. Yeah. Sorry, I oh, wear so <laughs> well, no, yeah. good. This is good. This is good. <laughs> but yeah. Don't get me on the tangent. <laughs> so the moving sidewalks happen and then ZZ yeah. Top becomes ZZ Top. Yeah. And they make two great albums, but they really catch on to the, the public consciousness with mm. their third album, Trey Hombres. Correct. Um, and this has got my favorite kind of ZZ Top one-two punch on it. Mm. And it's, it's waiting for the bus into Jesus Just Left Chicago. I mean, I saw you guys play that in your live set last time mm-hmm. you were here. Why do those songs work so well into each other? Like, do you have any, any I insight don't on know. that? No, it's weird because if you listen to them and if you, if you, I'm sorry, if you played them and you try to play that transition, it's really awkward. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> even like in time, like the no, way it's, it's on the it's record. No, it's just like two songs spliced together, I guess. But, th- but if you nail it, it's, it's just, 
It's perfect. Yeah, and so Fandango did. Yeah. That was yeah. the most <laughs> seamless transition. Oh, Seriously, we were all working behind oh, the bar and we yeah. screamed we when just like, <laughs> the transition Whoa. happened. Thank you. I mean, it you, was if amazing. you can't get that right, don't bother. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. Um, it's, I think it's, it's, so it's like two very like bluesy things, but there's different feels. The first one is much more of a straight on the beat, and the second one is a, a swing. Yeah, like so the transition from one to the other can be really awkward and, and off-putting, but they do it in such a beautiful way that yeah. like between the drum fill and then the first chord on um, Juice Lift Chicago, yeah. you're just like, yep, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's perfect. It works. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, it's, I was looking it up, and... Um, I think it was a mistake on the engineer's part. He was yeah. trying to splice the tapes, and but he, he did it a it. little bit too short. Yeah, and yeah. It, they just loved it. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I've got a really great um, live version that we can listen to. Hell yeah! From Which? the Crossroads Guitar Fest. Ah. I think we got to pull what it up year? on YouTube. Um, I'm not sure when they actually performed it because it's like a greatest hits of Crossroads oh, thing. Right. Okay. But it came out in like. 
thank you, hey. sir. That was awesome. So, just a personal story about this song. There was ZZ Top must have done like this deal with some microphone company. Um, Hissy. I can't remember. Because I have one. Yeah, it's got the um, ads of Billy Gibbons like holding it, and yeah. it says like uh, "Perfecta Mundo" on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'll have it tonight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I always wanted to see what they're actually like, but um, I saw one of these um, like life-size cardboard cutouts of like Billy Gibbons in, mm -hmm. in Manny's guitar store. And I begged them to give it to me. And I like it was in a corner. Like, yeah. I didn't care about it. I offered them money for it. They wouldn't part with it. So I got in, in touch with the distributors of these microphones. Yeah. And then they had, they had one of these, like, cardboard cutouts, like, in their warehouse, like, way, way out in the sticks. Uh -huh. and it took me two hours on the bus to get there. <laughs> and I went down there, and they gave it to me. And they, they were really kind and gracious and they said that whenever Billy was out next they give him a call they'd hook me up with some tickets no and way stuff. pretty cool but I got this <laughs> I didn't really think about taking like this life-size Billy Gibbons <laughs> cut <laughs> on the bus on the bus <laughs> and I'm sitting at the bus stop yeah. listening to waiting for the bus with this life-size Billy Gibbons Beautiful. cover that's some all-time shit I man. love it yeah. I love it was I've got the sticker on my guitar case. Hell yeah. The same picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought session. you might have brought him tonight, Pete. Yeah, totally. Oh, I should have. Yeah, you, you should still, have. You still have him? Like behind the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should frame him. I put him in various <laughs> um, places in my house to yeah. scare the shit out of my girlfriend sometimes. <laughs> Good. That's still gets very her. funny. <laughs> you got to film the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anthony just kindly yes. showed us his beautiful guitar. Can you please tell us about it and why does it look like a dead cat? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a it's a, a Dean Explorer which Billy played on legs, and it's covered in thick white fur. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a big fluffy white monstrosity and I love it. It's recently so reupholstered. Recently reupholstered. I, I bought it, I don't know, seven years ago and I put some fur on it and uh, it lasted a while but it got a bit gross. So I had to rip it off and put some new fur on and it's looking pretty sensational. Hopefully for a l few gigs. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and also I have to point out, like you're saying, it's fake fur. Fake fur. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw any red paint at There's still red blood all over. No! It's, uh, it's going <laughs> to look like a bunch of cats have been on the stage at the end of the night. Just <laughs> everywhere. You should have seen my room when I put it together. It looked like a polar bear Wait, exploded. Wait, you put it together? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it looked like God. a polar bear exploded in my room. <laughs> <laughs> just, there's still white fur coming up every now and then, just like in the air. Oh, my God. What are the logistics of making it spin around like it does in the clip? Oh, I, look, I'm not smart enough to work out how to do that. How do they do it? Like well, they had a, I had a guy come up to me at a gig a few years ago, and I first got the furry guitar, and he's like, have you got the thing to spin it? I'm like, well, I don't have a wireless. I don't want to just wrap my lead around <laughs> like a, yeah. a hose, you know. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'll build you one. What? No. I went, really? He goes, yeah, yeah, I, I've got a guitar warehouse, and I, can, I build a bunch of weird things. I'm like, okay, cool. Wow. And then I didn't see him for a few years, but then now I've got a wireless, and he came to see us play at the ESPY a couple weeks ago, and he's like, hey, remember me? I said I'd build you a, a spinning guitar rig. I went, yeah. He goes, you still want it? I'm like, <gasps> yes, I still want it. Wow. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get cracking on it. Stop teasing yeah. me God, and show me. Him years. <laughs> Do you really want to know how it works? <laughs> how does it work? Really? Yeah. Okay, so they've got like a thing that goes, it's like suspenders over your shoulders. Sure. And then around the waist, like a belt. Yeah, So yeah. all the weight's on your shoulders. So you don't have a guitar strap. But then there's like a belt buckle. And then there's like a gimbal thing that you get, the, the guitar sort of locks in. And like spins. That, and then you can just spin it on its axis. Wow, that's amazing. But it's all suspended around your shoulders and your waist. Uh, you can just put a jacket over it, I yeah, guess. If yeah. If you just got like, you can wear it under and then have like a shirt over the top. And then you just take the guitar you're playing off that click it onto your belt and you Far spin out. away the arse and the, That's the just genius. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Hopefully he comes through. Otherwise I might have to build one myself. Yeah. He better come through or we'll find him. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he right? does. I hope he's going to listen to this. And yeah. that's his I'll put it on the Fandango page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. so. Shout out to whoever you are. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we need to see this. Pull through. 
Um, so also you're going to tell us a really hot ZZ Top fact, before, but oh, we didn't yeah. let you tell it before. Uh, you guys, you, are you guys fans of True Blood? Yeah. Oh. Yeah? No, not fan of True Blood? Never oh, someone that. in the crowd. Someone in the crowd. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> I don't know who that I'm a big True Blood nerd, right? And I was listen, I listened to the pod, there's a podcast of, the, of True Blood, right? With two of the cast members. Um, and they were talking to the guy who did the music this week, the composer. And he said, oh, we had the song, you know, the, the, I want to do bad things with you. That guy, right? Yeah. And they put his song as like a placeholder in, in the pilot for, to sell the show. And they're like, oh, we'll put that for now. We'll figure something out. Put, get a better song later. So the guy who writes the music for the show is friends with Billy Gibbons. He goes, hey, Billy, you want to write a theme song for True Blood? He's like, sure. Wow. So him and Billy write a theme song for True Blood. And then they put it to the, edit, the producers. And they're like, oh, I think the song that we had was really good and perfect. They're like, okay, we'll go with that. So what? somewhere out there what? is a True Blood theme written by Billy Gibbons. I gotta hear it. That I have to find. Oh my God, yeah. It's gotta be out there somewhere. <laughs> what the? It like, might be worth emailing these people. You right? Know? I wanna know. Yeah, I'd Have, love to I, hear I'm, that. I'm embarrassed I didn't know about it until this week. Oh my God, that'd just be <laughs> There's a lot of pressure on you to know all the ZZ Top facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were in, um, well, they used their song in the last um, season of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they yeah, didn't appear. Yeah, Sharp Dressed Man's in it. Huh? Sharp Man's in it, right? I think it was um, one of the newer ones. It's like, 36 ladders on my dresser, yes, sir. Oh, got, yeah. Got I to get paid. Used, I think they used both. I think Sharp Dressed Man's yeah. in it, too. Cool that reason. David Lynch is a fan of that. I, I can know, see why. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, they've, they've made a million cameos in a million different true. things. True, yeah. He, Billy Gibbons plays, what's, what's the show, Bones? Remember that show? Oh, yeah. yeah. He plays her dad. Oh. What the hell? Yeah. And he was also in, um, he wasn't in the X-Files. I think he was in Millennial, Mil- uh, Millennium, the spin-off of the X-Files. Oh, oh my wow. God. He's really done it all. He's been around a long time. He's been know? around. <laughs> How yeah. old is he? It's hard to tell. He's looked the same yeah. for like 30 years. 40 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be, like, pushing 70. Surely. Surely. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to move on over to Tush and talk about how there's someone here that has a ZZ Top tattoo on her ass. On her Tush. Yeah. Come on, show us. Show us? (laughs) She's wearing a jumpsuit. (laughs) She planned it. She said she's wearing a onesie. (laughs) She decided to wear it. Hilarious. Tyler I mean, that's dedication. That's, 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 calling for that's those a, at home. a lead yeah. singer of Hogwash. Yeah, lead if singer of Hogwash. If you've ever been to Luli Tavern, you know Tyler. She's the yeah. hot chick you've behind the bar. Her. And she's DJing tonight. She's DJing tonight. Yeah. But that, I mean, to get a, fa- a, a tattoo of ZZ Top. She's a true on your fan. Butt. It's a lot. I'm impressed. Um, you guys I've got one. A, do you? No, absolutely oh. not. <laughs> but speaking of Tush, I've taken yeah. us up to... Uh, Trey Ombres, um, and I'm going to pass the baton over to my pal Georgia here, who's going to cover Tell us what happens it. next. All right. So, uh, well, I was just going to sort of go straight into it, mm. Get if it. I'm being honest. Right on. So uh, hey. let's uh, let's play Tush. Hell okay. yeah. From Fandango. Bye. <laughs>
that's Tyler's anthem right there. So <laughs> sing it to her next time you come in and you see her. I'll and be sure ask, free ask, beer. Yeah, yeah, ask her to show the tat. And if she shows you your tat, you get a free beer. <laughs> 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 On me. Say Georgia sent ya. Um, yeah, so Fandango. So half live album, half studio recorded. Mm-hmm. Obviously... Tush being a recorded one. What do we think? Love it. I've always been a bit unclear on whether Tush is about drugs or ass. I did actually find this out. Tyler says ass? Yeah, she does. No, she says drugs. She says drugs. I say ass. Yeah, I say ass. It's ass. It's ass. Ass. Sorry, Tyler. (laughs) Ass with a Texan ass. She secretly knew that's why she got the tattoo on her ass. Yeah, that's that's why. That's, that's how I announce it every time we play it. <laughs> yeah. Like, this song's about asses. Yeah. yeah. It's called Tush. It seems... Not Kush. That would be about drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for some Kush. <laughs> well, that'd be a good cover, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a... The stoner version of Zeke's <laughs> Yeah. It's a dusty, dusty vocal. Yeah, Dusty sings Tush. You sing both the Billy and Dusty parts in Fandango, yeah. which I'm impressed by. Oh, yeah. Billy gets pretty low and Dusty gets pretty high. Yeah. I don't know why I do it. It just, <laughs> it just, it just happened and I'm like, all right, that'll do. It's just talent, baby. Just <laughs> You didn't ask for just this. Just what happened. But it's true because like, Billy gets the sort of low gravelly growth. <laughs> and then... Dusty's like, oh, he's up here, he's singing a pie. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you can do both. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Who are your other band members? Uh, so I've got Nathan on bass, who I've been playing in various bands with for, Jesus, close to 20 years probably now, who's an amazing bass player who plays in the Elvis band with me, but he plays on um, uh, radio in, on, the, on Sunday with John and Gone Goes and Incredible, incredible player. Massive, you know, like um, Led Zeppelin fan. So he's got all the riffs and stuff down. Um, and then Ryan, who's been playing drums for since we started, who's great. Uh, Ryan Scoble, but he's usually pretty busy. So we have to get a couple of subs on the on the kit. Sound so guy. Sound guys are busy. Sound guys are busy, but Ryan's great. But we've got uh, I've got my friend Pedro, who's going to be playing drums, who also plays in El Colosso, who filled in when we played the SB with like one jam and just fucking nailed it. Cool. So revolving door of Frank Beards. Yeah, it's like Spinal Tap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he's playing tonight, and uh, yeah, it's great. It's it's a it's a cool cool group of dudes to play with. Yeah. Do you need to practice, or do you just all know? Well, um, we practiced for this because it's a, it was the first time he played with. But like, generally we're okay. You yeah. know, I mean, if we throw cause every now and then, I'll like be listening to you know an album, and I'm like, ah. Oh, Gotta do this song, and I'll throw it at the guys. Like, we gotta play this song next gig, and then we maybe we'll have a jam. But generally, it's like we've been doing it for close to eight years, so uh, it's all it's all in there. Are there any songs you wouldn't play? Wouldn't? Hmm. I mean, there's some there's some from the like Afterburner I probably wouldn't do, Ooh. or maybe some I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a soft spot for all of them, but. I just feel like some of them may not translate as well on stage. I think all the 70s stuff is so great and strong yeah. and you play it and people instantly are into it. But all the, some of the 80s stuff, the hits they love, but some of the, the B-sides are always a little bit like, yeah. like TV dinners, Burger Man and all that sort of yeah. stuff. People are just like, what is this song? You know? They got a bit experimental around that yeah. time. Drum machines. Yeah. As far as wouldn't play, I don't know. I don't know if there's any I wouldn't play. I'm liking my odds here. Maybe we'll throw a bit of a spanner in the works in the encore tonight. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> we still have to have learnt it, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you got a particular theme? Mm, haven't really thought about it. That was a, yeah. a wild question there, but I, right. will, I will now. <laughs> I'm looking up, like, the most difficult song yeah. to play. Also, I've got to point out, so, so for Fandango, our set list is usually, like, 20... Th- 22 songs or something like that but we're only playing one set tonight and I can't narrow a set down to one set because it's impossible because I love them all so I threw the set to the staff and Pete and Tyler and at Luli I'm like here you go here are all the songs pick the songs you want to hear tonight and so you guys pick the set yeah and I'm it's great we were also really quick on the reply. Oh, it took we two minutes. Well. Yeah, I we barely put like, my phone down. We I'm like, here it is. <laughs> we dropped everything yeah, we were doing. Yeah, no, suggest. it was great. It was so good. It <laughs> took the, the pressure right off of me. 
I wasn't kidding when I said we're big fans. I think it's a pretty good <laughs> retrospective, you know. There's a bit of everything in yeah. there. Yeah. There was a point where I, they would have kept going, though, and I was like, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's one down. set. Yeah, it was yeah. almost three sets. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Nathan now. Oh, hey, Nathan. Oh. Um, yeah, right. What do you got? Yeah, so um, I believe Fandango was recorded on the Worldwide Texas Tour. Could be wrong in saying that, but I believe True. so. Um, and I was doing a little bit of reading up on the Worldwide oh, Texas Tour, which was... It's amazing. <laughs> I got in a real black hole uh -huh. reading this. It was fantastic. It's, it's yeah. a crazy concept. Yeah. Seriously. So basically what they did was they handcrafted their own stage to mm -hmm. resemble Texas. They wanted to bring in a little piece of Texas exactly. to the world. Exactly. The little yeah. old Ben from Texas. It's literally the shape of Texas. Yeah, exactly. And it had... Native plants, some yuccas. Animals. Yep, cacti. Flora and fauna. Animals. Absolutely. It had livestock <laughs> on stage. I believe they had a, um, a vulture or a buzzard. So they had <laughs> six... They kept trying to eat Frank Beard. Six vultures, <laughs> all true. named Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had uh, two buffalo, some rattlesnakes, <laughs> longhorns... It was just mayhem. I love it. In the words of Billy Gibbons. Yeah. Um, supposedly one night, one buffalo had had enough and actually ripped into the... Or rammed in, rather, to the rattlesnake <laughs> tank <laughs> and uh, let 12 rattlesnakes out. <laughs> Surely someone has stage. made a movie about this. You'd think so, right? but you know what? I couldn't find a single photo of oh, these yeah. animals. What year was this? There, there's uh, it's 74, I think. Four or five. Yeah. There, in, in the doco, Little Old Band from Texas, there's some footage. Right, and okay. Some photos, yeah. You can see it on there. It's pretty wild. I saw one photo of a glass tank in front of them. Yeah. It was, I was reading forums. Like, people <laughs> are, have serious conspiracies about it. It was, it was crazy. They were really? all from like 2009, so they were like primitive websites. Right. But I was, I was wrapped up in it. Um, <laughs> supposedly, in a later interview, Billy Gibbons really, uh, mentioned that he really regretted it. Um, apparently, Frank Beard suggested that they played something quiet to soothe them. <laughs> um, the snakes. But um, apparently it's a stupid idea because I found out that most snakes are actually deaf. Yeah, really. So uh, it's they didn't even attempt yeah. it uh, and they fled and left it to the roadies to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think snakes have ears. Life. So no, that is hilarious. It's all about the vibrations. Do you vibration. remember Whacking Day on the Simpsons? Yeah, Whacking That's day. true. I, I didn't really think that through, but it makes sense. I love now how that many people are educated about things like animals and stuff because of The Simpsons. Oh, not they just did animals. A brilliant. Everything. <laughs> brilliant yeah, yeah. job of educating yeah. us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic, but. I don't it's think. True. Wait. ZZ Top haven't been on The Simpsons. They've I been on. They've been, have they? They might have. I feel they've like been they on. Have. Um, I feel like I've seen it. They've I'll been on. Yeah. Um, they've been on uh, King of the Hill. Of course. Oh, maybe Mikkel that's what I'm no, maybe. No, no. Well, uh, Anthony. Oh, that wait, that no, they were Bart when they go to New York. Bart sees the rabbis. He's like, "You guys rock!" And yeah, they're like, yeah, eh, right. "A little." Oh, there we go. That's that was who it was. That's a reference, <laughs> but not them. On yeah. uh, on that note, Anthony, I pose yes. a question to you. Oh God. Do you think we could ever see Fandango bringing some uh, wildlife into their shows? <laughs> I mean, I could bring my cat. Perhaps <laughs> private function, maybe. I think I could definitely <laughs> see that happening. Yeah, uh, I'm sure I mean, that's well, happened. <laughs> yeah, it probably has by now. I don't know if it's happened, but Can well, you I mean, I, I, I would love to. <laughs> I might be too distracted, though. Oh, if there's, yeah. a, if there's a, a dog at a bar or something, forget it. I'm too Your distracted. Your guitar <laughs> is distracting enough, yeah. to be honest. Or it might attack my guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I, I'd be up for it. You know, you gotta have like a little pen to keep them, you know, yeah. in the, the corner. Let's Maybe. learn from the past and yeah. get those rattlesnakes secure. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I would love to see it. I wouldn't want to be there at the end, but I would yeah. enjoy watching it from yeah. afar. Have you got another song for us, Georgia? I do. So the, on the note of the Worldwide Texas Tour, that was uh, not long after they'd released their album, Mateus. Mm -hmm. One of my favourites. This yeah. one is El Diablo. Yes. You're going to say it like they say it, like, El Diablo. El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> 
El Diablo. El Diablo. So Anthony's going to tell us his favourite song per decade of ZZ Tops. Yeah, well, I can't pick one because it's it's impossible. But He's going to tell us his favourites. <laughs> I like a short playlist. So I figured it, the the 70s, I'd have to pick off Trombrays, Precious and Grace. There's just something about the song that is like... I don't know. It's like a it's like a meditation. The beat of it is so odd, and the timing is so weird. Queens of the Stone Age do a really good cover of it too, actually. And oh, do you know that story? Can, can I sidestep for one second? Sidestep. Do you know the story about Billy Gibbons playing on the Queens of the Stone Age? I heard. I saw Lullabies. an interview about this today. Yeah. Oh, today. So Billy is in the record in the album. Uh, they're recording the album, and you know Josh says to Billy, "Do you want to play a, a lead on this song, Burn the Witch?" Right. And uh, Billy's playing, and he's doing his lead, and then. Complete accident, randomly, his beard touches the strings and produces this beautiful harmonic. Wow. And it's on the recording, right? And they've ne- they couldn't reproduce it, so that, that accident is on the recording. The Even his beard can play guitar. Even his beard can play guitar. That's crazy. <laughs> but I was like, that's... Th- I've tried. <laughs> I can't do it. I've tried it so many times, it never happens. <laughs> it was just like a magical thing that happened. Wow. So that's my pick for the 70s <laughs> ones. I just feel like it's like... It's a cool song. It's an amazing slide bit at the end that just sort of it just goes off the rails towards the end, which is sensational. For the eighties, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's. I have a weird thing with the eighties ones because I really like them, but at the same time, I felt like, this like last time I watched you guys. Like, yeah, it was. You got up to the eliminator part, and everyone's yeah. already obviously super excited to hear like yeah. sharp dress man, yeah, like, yeah, legs. Yeah. And you're like, all right, <laughs> guess I'll do some eliminated for you. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like when we first started, we didn't play any 80s songs. It took me like five years to go, all right, fine, I'll play Legs. And then we started playing them like, oh, this is a good song. Oh, yeah, they're great songs. Great. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I think, yeah, for Eliminator, what am I going to pick? I would pick, oh, all right, I'm just going to pick. You know what I'll pick? I'll pick a, I'll pick a random one. I'll pick What's I Need You Tonight. Oh. It's Sexy. A cool so- yeah, it is. Yeah, and it is. it's a different sh- different <laughs> flavour for ZZ Top. They don't, do, they don't sway into that very much. Yeah, they really lean they into some 80s. But they do it and it's really good. Yeah. That's I mean, like the it. writing around Eliminator was so different for them. Yeah. Like, I, if memory serves, I think Billy really started to study, like, tempos and, yeah. like, drum machines and, like, what made hits hits mm-hmm. like he looked at the science of mm-hmm. it and they used a lot of drum machines yeah pr- there's a lot of programming and yeah, yeah yeah poor frank yeah well if you listen to the like you know shop dress man and give me all your love and it's all very yeah strict. straight yeah there's no like that swing in it swing, no, yeah. no there's no shuffle or anything um but it's still good it's it's got it's, it's got its own character so it's good for that uh for the 90s I don't know if you're familiar with the 90s stuff at all. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I haven't delved too much personally. The, no? There's, there's some good stuff in there. Like, I really like... There's the album from the early 90s that had uh, Double Back from the Back to yeah. Future film. That's Antenna, right? Yeah. That's got a couple of good songs. Mescalero is pretty good. And then there's the one that's got... Oh, uh, Rhythmine is pretty good. Yeah, I love Rhythmine. Yeah, and that's got a couple of good songs. It's got the Vincent Price Blues, which I really yeah. like. But I think for my 90s pick, I'm going to go with um, Fearless Boogie. Oh, you know yeah. That? That's a great yeah, song. Yeah, It's really fun. And there's a really good cover version of it by Hank Williams Jr. Anyway, that's a roller. Oh, um, I like the sound <laughs> of that. <laughs> Hank Jr., loose cannon, loose cannon. It's great. And then... Um, I think that's kind of... I mean, what's the 2000s? What would I pick? I don't know. Um, it's a hard one to pick. Mes- uh, Mescalero. I'll go with that. That's a yeah. great one. That's a fun one. Hell yeah. Yeah. How's that? Sorry, I don't know. No, that's great. <laughs> Insightful. I bet that's hard, though. It is, it is. <laughs> it's hard for you to pick a set I wasn't list, prepared. let alone a yeah, song for a decade. Is, that's hard. It is. Because it's like that, every song's a, lot a banger. There. Yeah. Yeah. How many records are there, do we think? I couldn't even tell you. There must be a few. There's a bunch. I actually have this in my notes. Hold on. (laughs) There's a few. I mean, you know, there's definitely hits and misses. Yeah. You know, I I can say that. I mean, But also, that's my favourite part of music and bands that just, like, put it out. Like, Mm. just put... Obviously, this is, like, a broad, weird statement, but, like... 
if you're not giving it a go, you're never yeah. going to... They've got to stay, try and stay relevant. Because there's also, like, you know, the early 70s stuff is so strong. And then in the sort of mid, late 70s, like, they put out Texas, which is great. And then they did El Loco. El Loco? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. But it's just, <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot of filler. But Let's not sleep on Deguelo, my personal <laughs> No, that's favorite. a classic. That's a, that's a Stone Cold classic. Yeah. It's got, you know, some, some of my favourites. Some will play tonight. Like, it's got know, Bad of Nation, what, Yeah, Bad yeah. of Nationwide. That's a great album, right. but then but then they kind of ha- they dipped out and came back with um, Eliminator, and you're just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> they woke up, changed yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 15 studio records in total. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, I guess we'll leave it at that, and I guess I was going to quickly talk about some inspirations of the bands, and sure. there's a lot of them, I think, but they grew up listening to many amazing people because it was that amazing era of amazing blues music. Mm. Um, but uh, Helen Wolf is one that stood out to me and Billy said that he grew up watching him live, so I can imagine that would be an infectious thing to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to play Evil because that's George's favourite. Nice. Thanks so much for coming. Hell Thank you so yeah. much for having me. This was a great time. I can't wait to see you guys tonight and you. see you next time. Bye. 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 Can't get a long way from home. Can't sleep at night. Grab your telephone. Something just ain't right. That's evil. Evil is going on wrong. I am warning you, brother. You better watch your happy home. sleep at all. You know another mule is kicking in your stall. That's evil. Evil is going on wrong. I am warning you, brother. You better watch your happy home. to your house, knock on the front door, run around to the back, you'll catch him, death before he goes, that's evil.